everybody, Ben Rogers here, the Raptors Digest. Riker, the, we don't really know what's going to happen with free agency, when it's going to happen, whether it'll be this summer if the season's completely cancelled or if the, the season ends up going ahead and it might be in the fall. We're not 100% sure, but the one thing we do know is there's a lot of contracts coming off the books and probably the biggest one is Fred Van Vliet. So before, before I let you, you know, talk about Fred and give your opinion. Uh, one thing I wanted to talk about is, Riker, we, we got a news article done up about us. Yeah, Ben, we, uh, as everyone knows that listens to the podcast, or most likely knows, we are from Newfoundland, have sort of trickled outside, but one of the bigger newspapers is uh, they, they picked up the Raptors Digest Clout. So we'll link that story <laughs> down below if you guys are interested in checking it out. Um, but it was, uh, it's certainly nice to get recognized that way. And it was a really well-written article. Yeah, no, it, was, it was a great article. Robin Short's one of the, the best sports writers in Newfoundland. So definitely give that, give that a look. We, you know, it's an interesting read. So if you want to learn about sort of the history of the podcast. But we, we, we got some interesting stuff coming up about uh, you know, free agency. A lot of videos we, we're going to make. And the biggest one's going to be Fred. And he's been the most talked about. But now with this sort of season being canceled wrench being thrown into everything else it's we got to come at this with sort of a different perspective Riker because we've talked about some other comparable players and how much money Fred's going to get some people are saying he's going to get maxed out similar to Siakam and some are saying no he's going to be a 15 12 million player guy it's been all over the spectrum but one thing that we have to look at now and we've made some opinions in the past but we don't know what the cap is situation is going to be like now that all this revenue has been lost by the NBA. They're saying if the all the regular season games are canceled, there there might be billions of dollars lost to the NBA. So that's going to affect the players' sort of salaries coming up, and it might play a factor into Fred Van Vliet. I know we made a video I think really early this year where where Fred really started amping up his game. We said, hey. This guy's going to get paid $25 million maybe. That's, that was the conclusion we kind of came to between 20 and $25 million. But with all this stuff happening now and looking at other players, how do you think that affects Fred Van Vliet's potential with coming back to the Raptors and how much we're going to have to pay him to come back? Well, Ben, you know, we'll probably speculate further as we hear more information because right now it's just all, it's all guessing. Right, we're we, we're mm-hmm. we're just holding our breath for what's actually going to happen. What, how will free agency be affected if the season resumes or if the season is canceled indefinitely? It, it there will be some sort of implication, but for now, it's hard to say. I I I would rather I would rather assume Ben that they were they're going to pay the players the same amount that they would have otherwise, not considering cap situation, especially in a season that they need a rebound and try to make those lost revenues back. Right. So Mm -hmm. you don't want to lose the opportunity to not pay a guy, right? To not be able to pay your star players and lose out on potential ticket sales. So I I I would say that our argument now will be the same or should be the same as it would have been if you know, if this was just approaching a regular free agency situation. And Ben, the, the most interesting thing to me about this this whole thing is what what is the opinion of Fred Van Vliet? Or what, what opinion do others have of Fred Van Vliet, given the Toronto Raptors are not usually a team of focus, right? The media sort of yeah. always discredits them, right? That That's on the one hand. But then on the other hand, he actually received the, the only other vote for finals MVP. So he clearly has some pull around the league. Um, so, Ben, we'll just jump into right into it. What, what number are you thinking? That This is the, the unpredictable thing, Riker, because... 
you say that obviously that we want to pay Fred VanVleet. We're not going to be like the Raptors aren't going to say, hey, we, we lost a bunch of money last year because of all the games being lost. We're, we're not going to pay our players. But it's more so the whole league is going to have to negotiate a certain cap, and then that money won't be really around for anyone. So it's, I, I think it's definitely going to play a factor somewhat. We, I, I thought he was going to get paid higher than you did, if I recall uh, correctly, from our last podcast. I thought it'd be closer to $25 million, the the numbers he's been putting up in his playoff history, and the expectation that he'll be able to continue that into this year's playoffs. But now there's some uncertainty as to, you know, Fred Van Vliet had Kawhi Leonard taking a lot of the load off of him last season, and could he be that monstrous player for a longer stretch of time being the probably number two scoring option, that's what he's sort of been this year when he's been playing and fully healthy. Obviously, Lowry's kind of been the clutch guy, and obviously Siakam's the number one player, but Fred Van Vliet's been, I think, our number two scoring option this year, and seeing if he could do that in the playoffs and be consistent in the playoffs, because for all the highs that he had last year, the Milwaukee Bucks series, post-Fred Van Vliet Jr. being born, uh, he, he was remarkable, but Prior to that, he really struggled and really just did not look good. So I think, you know, a lot of teams would have liked to see a larger sample size of Fred Van Vliet being a main rotation piece in the playoffs to see how he would succeed. The year prior, obviously, he had a shoulder injury, so we didn't get much out of that year. So there's a bit of unpredictability when it comes to Fred Van Vliet, but there's a couple teams, and they've been talked about before, especially earlier in the year, that have been tied to Fred Van Vliet. The New York Knicks and the Detroit Pistons, two of those teams have, are looking for point guards. Fred fits, he's a younger, but he's a younger veteran, so that'd be a perfect fit for those young players down there. We might see them try and give Fred the bag, regardless of what the cap situation is going to look like. So, although I think the number's going to go down from where it was, and we're going to bring up some players as well to, to compare contracts to, I still think it, we're, we're looking at about $20 million for Fred Van Vliet minimum, in my opinion. Yeah, Ben, and you bring up some good points. Injuries, obviously, is a big thing. Right? He's like the majority of the Toronto Raptors roster. Fred Van Vliet, he fits the mold. He's a seemingly relatively injury-prone player, right? And it's not yeah. been anything crazy that will affect, I would not say, Derek his game. Yeah. No, not exactly. Not a Derrick Rose-level injury in any of the times. And the Raptors are able to rely on a lot of depth. So when there is a minor thing, we like to rest our players maybe more than other teams would because we know we can still win games, we can still secure games. But mainly your point in the playoffs, yeah, the, that's the reason that the, the Raptors at the beginning of the season, some some didn't even peg the Raptors to make the playoffs, Ben. And we, we, we bring up that point a lot. But Kawhi Leonard, he gets a lot of the credit for the championship run. So I think that this would have been a really critical season, a critical playoff um, sort of exposure for Fred Van Vliet to say, is this a guy now that there's not really a superstar player on the team? Is he a guy that we want to give that max contract or that starting point guard money to? And I think you're absolutely right. Maybe now that this whole wrinkle has been put in, you know, into the league, Maybe we will be comparing him more to the Reggie Jacksons or the um, uh, the Dennis Schroders, uh, all the other players that you're going to mention. You have uh, most of the actual figures up in front of you. But I, I, I think that before you're right, we, we, 
we were thinking he's definitely going to be in that max range. And do we want to pay him max money? I think now, thankfully for the Raptors, he's going to come back down a little bit into a more reasonable salary range. Still in the 20s, I would say. I, I can't see him slipping down and being a 15 mil guy. But I definitely I definitely think 20s, maybe on the nose, is a reasonable salary that that he'll get offered. For sure. So we'll, we'll look at some comparable players right now. And the, the first, well, so we'll look at Fred's stats. Fred's stats this year, he's played 48 games, so a decent sample size, even though despite a bunch of injuries, 17.6 points per game, uh, 6.6 assists, four rebounds, shooting uh, 43% from the field, 39% from three on seven a game. So we know what Fred VanVleet can do. He's also a ridiculous amount of steals, two steals per game. So we know what Fred's been able to do. Uh, everyone that watches the Raptors, they they know Fred VanVleet's been a beast this year. Nothing, he's not an all-star yet, but really inching closer, closer to those types of numbers. But to look at some comparable players. So one guy that is probably on the extreme of getting a lot of money is Terry Rozier, and he stepped up his game a lot this season, so maybe the the stats might be a little bit not not illuminating on the, the player, caliber of player he was, but Last year for the Celtics, Terry Rozier averaged only 9 points per game, 3 assists, 4 rebounds, shot 35% from the field. Like Fred VanVleet, has had success in the playoffs. People thought of highly throughout the league, like Fred can play defense, but half the points Riker essentially, and he got paid $20 million per year. He he got the bag from Charlotte for 3 seasons, so they gave all of Kemba's money and basically gave it to Terry Rozier. They're similar age, they were on their same contract, Fred's in his 4th year. Uh, Terry was in his fourth year when he got that deal, and that that's a that's a lot of money. So that's well, I'll tell that's... you this, Ben. Let me chime in before we move along to the next comparable player. I think that this is very a very likely scenario that we could see happen in Detroit, right? They or Detroit. I think we usually get criticized for the way that we put the emphasis on the D, Ben. But anyways, <laughs> I, I I could see that being very similar. They've They've cut their team down to the absolute skin and bones here. They 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 yeah. got rid of Andre Drummond. They're looking for somebody to build the team around. And you're you're absolutely right. If you're looking at stats, Terry Rozier was less impressive, but on an equally winning most team, right? And I could see mm-hmm. more than the Knicks because the Knicks at least have, for some reason, they have every single young player that was ever considered to be good in the NBA. That's what it, their <laughs> roster seems like. But they don't need to pull the trigger on one question mark guy because they have a full roster full of question mark guys that they can maybe give a little bit more runway to and let it play out the Detroit Pistons or the Detroit Pistons they're they're grasping at straws at least that's what I'm seeing unless they have some sort of big moves going on so I could definitely see them paying similar amounts that they paid to Terry Rozier yeah the Pistons do have Derrick Rose but the the one point that I really like that you brought up it's very comparable situation People think the Pistons are just going to be complete garbage next year. Looking at how they gave up everyone, they gave Andre Drummond up for a second round pick. It's looking like they're going to tank. And assuming they don't pick up a point guard in the draft this season, and the draft I think will be telling for those two teams specifically. You know, if they if they pick up a superstar point guard, they're probably not going to invest a lot of money into Fred VanVleet. But assuming they don't, it's a very comparable situation. They want a, a point guard that's shown that they can lead a team, which Terry and Fred have shown they can do. They can. You know, take the reins for a stretch of games, even in the postseason. Remember, Terry absolutely ate up Eric Bledsoe in that Buck series. 
Then Fred obviously had the remarkable finals. The Those types of point guards, teams want to have sort of quarterbacking their team out of a rebuild. And I could see the Pistons doing that like the Hornets, but you brought up the Knicks, and I kind of disagree with you on your Knicks point. I think the Knicks are in dire need of someone to lead their team. They want a veteran-type point guard to say, hey, RJ, hey, Mitchell Robinson, Knox, all these guys, come together and I'll be able to get you the ball, be able to take the scoring load off you guys, keep RJ off the ball because he's better. Or There there has been some questions because he's a decent passer, but the, the majority of people think RJ is a shooting guard. I think Fred Van Vliet would be a perfect fit in New York. They're tired of being garbage. They're not going to get any... There's no... There's very few star-free agents coming out this summer. I could see the Knicks going all out for Fred Van Vliet this year, and those are the two teams that scare me, Riker. And if they ended up paying Fred $25, $27 million, before we get into those comparable contracts, would you consider paying Fred uh, $27 million over the next few seasons? Because it'd be tough to just let him walk for nothing. Well, Ben, James Dolan, the worst owner in the NBA, they just, well, his company, the MSG, they just sold off the forum which we to the Clippers, to Steve Ballmer, which most yeah. people have probably read about. So I guess they're sitting on some extra cash now if they want to shovel it over to Fred Van Vliet. They could. They could, yeah. Ben, because there's no signs that that maniac is uh, letting go of the reins anytime soon. And if they give him that crazy contract... You just got to look at who we have to pay coming up. We we need to figure out our big situation going into next season. We're going to have to. I want to keep on Abaka. I don't necessarily care if we retain Marcus Gasol or not, but we're not, you know, we're, we're not going to give Abaka 10 or 15 million. He's probably going to still be in that 20 million range where we still have those hopes for Giannis. People have seen the most recent video. Maybe we want to re-sign Hollis Jefferson. He won't be a big money guy anyways, right? But we want, there's other, there's other contracts that are expiring after too. Kyle Lowry, we need to consider OG Ananobi. So I, it would be so difficult, but it, I have to divert to that same argument that we had the last time we talked about Fred. He's an invaluable piece, Ben, and we can't yeah. bank on us definitely getting Giannis. And to not get Giannis and to lose Fred VanVleet would just be a disaster for the team. I think you have to match any salary that, that, that's offered to him. For sure. The Giannis, is, is, we've talked about that in the last video. That's its own, whole own bag, bag of worms. But you bring up the, the Raptors players specifically. You, not just these guys this year. I think a lot of people are not really looking ahead to OG Ananobi and Norman Powell's free agency next year. Though Those two guys have been integral pieces to this team, especially this season. And longer, taller, weight, 3 and D guys, Norm has shown an exceptional ability to score. OG is still super young. The, this contract, if we give Fred a long-term massive deal, it's going to affect the money that these guys get. So... It's it's stuff to look at, and obviously we have a lot of guys that can play the two position, but Fred Van Vliet is obviously our only real ideal one. Norman Tierds Davis can't really do that. Kyle Lowry, he's 34 years old. We don't know if he's going to be the long-term starting point guard. Love to have Kyle around the rest of his career, but do we want him starting at the point guard when he's 36, 37? Maybe the backup option will be optimal for him so it's going to be interesting even TD's up after next year I believe so it's it's a lot of just stuff to take into account and if they're gonna if the Knicks or someone force us to pay Fred VanVleet a ridiculous amount then it's it's going to be a tough decision for Masai and see what his future plans and all that take into account but this is the high money side but my one issue Ben with this before you move on to that point my one issue with this whole thing is you don't want to become a team where you have all your salary locked up in a few players that if you 
don't have the ability to re-sign and maintain that sort of depth that the Raptors have taken advantage of in so long. And of course, this is assuming that we're not going to have more prospects come up, which we've also become accustomed to. We'll definitely see more prospects come out of the, you know, more diamonds in the rough and more needles from the haystack, so to speak. But the the only thing is, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to pay the salaries, max contracts to Pascal Siakam and uh, Fred Van Vliet and lose our depth without us actually playoff testing these guys as yep. the number one and number two guys. That's that's my only concern with this whole scenario, Ben. Yeah, that's that's the unfortunate thing about this year's playoffs possibly being canceled. Hopefully they go ahead. We're we're praying and we want to see this year's playoffs go ahead. I know some people have talked about it possibly being the Bahamas now, so that's a that's a thing to to look into. We'll keep you posted if anything really official comes out, but NBA executives want the whole league to go down to the Bahamas and play the playoffs down there. So that that's interesting, but we'll look at so that, that's the high end side. Those are the the players obviously Terry Rozier averaging 9 points per game getting 20 million. That's that's a lot of money. People thought looked at that as an overpay, but with the lesser cap and looking at other comparable players, maybe we're overestimating. Maybe we're homers and we just think Fred VanVleet's the best. So we'll look at the lower end sort of tier players. Uh, Dennis Schroeder in 16-17. So we're looking at in recent years. He averaged about 18 points per game, six assists for the Hawks. Then he ended up getting a contract of 15 million per year for flat rate. He's getting paid 15.5 million for over the course of four years. So that's similar stats to what Fred VanVleet had uh, last this current season. I don't want to say last year just yet because that isn't officially canceled. And Dennis Schroeder, again, was looked at for the Hawks. He's going to overtake Jeff Teague and be the starting point guard. Obviously, he ended up getting traded, and it didn't work out that well. Well, he, he, did, he did put up nice numbers, but it didn't translate to wins for the Atlanta Hawks. So that, that's a number that he ended up getting with similar stats. Obviously, not the playoff success that we saw from uh, Fred Van Vliet, obviously. Ricky Rubio, just last season, he's twenty eight. he was 27 at the time of the contract. He ended up getting paid a three-year uh, 16 million, 17 million dollar per year contract. So three years, 51 million. That obviously Ricky Rubio again, not the playoff success, not the shooting of Fred VanVleet, but still a, a solid playmaker. Uh, definitely, definitely less skilled than than Fred VanVleet, a lesser tier player, but still getting that sort of money, 17 million. And Eric Bledsoe, a guy that's obviously struggled in the playoffs, but got a got a contract with the Phoenix Suns. Uh, he's getting paid. He got an extension. Uh, about 20 million. Oh, I don't have the stats. I have Gordon Dragic stats in front of me. So he, he the guy that we've seen uh, the Toronto Raptors play against in the playoffs, he's getting 14, 15, 17, 18, 19 million. So you got a five-year 85 million. The, these are the sorts of numbers that, that are coming up with these types of players. And one last one, Reggie Jackson. He ended up getting a, a for, from the Detroit Pistons, again, a, a player coming in, supposedly the starting savior point guard. Uh, 13, 14, 16, 17, 17 million. Five years around about 14 to 17, 18 million dollars per year for guys with similar stats to Fred Van Vliet, Riker. Yeah, Ben, and what I think is also pretty telling, because we, we, you could think, well, maybe he just wants to stay with the Toronto Raptors, too. Maybe we wouldn't have to necessarily match the contracts. But I think it will. I think we will have to 100% match them. If we remember, we had the opportunity to spend some time with Fred when we were doing the, the And One promo stuff, and somebody asked, you know, why did you sign with the brand? And he said, honestly, the money. Like, I'm, you know, I want to put myself in the best situation possible. And we all know that even if your contract's 
are not necessarily as big as you would get. If you do go to a bigger market, it usually opens you up to better promotional ability, right? Ability to get advertisements and sponsorships, etc. And especially he has his own brand going, the bet on yourself. I think it will come down to the Raptors will need to match the best opportunity, the best salary opportunity that Fred uh, has, the best contract offer. And even then, you know, there still might need to be like a little bit of a push or a, or a little bit of a pull, extra incentive to stay. So I'm hoping, Ben, that when it comes down to it, that it does fall into the category of all the players you just mentioned in that sub $20 million range. If we could land Fred Van Vliet over the next three to four years on a 15 to $17 million contract, Lovely. There, there won't even be a hesitation to sign that. The Raptors would love that. Yeah, we we want Fred VanVleet back, and we want to we would want to overpay him, but we just have so many other players that we have to to keep in mind and and all that sort of stuff. So a lot of big decisions to be made for the Toronto Raptors, and you brought up the markets and stuff. The only bigger market I think that could go get after Fred VanVleet is the New York Knicks, but we're still more national, and Fred's already established here, has connections, gets those Canadian commercials, obviously, and one so. It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be interesting to see what happens to Fred VanVleet. But let us know what you guys think. Do you guys think Fred Van we're gonna have to max out Fred VanVleet, or could he get a Dennis Schroeder comparable deal? Let us know in the comment section below. Uh, check out the Twitter, the Instagram. Check out that article we have linked below as well. It's a, certainly a good read. Do you have any last words, Viker? Mm. Ching ching. Blink, blink, ching. What is the sound that you make? Cha ching. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Cheers.